What is going on, everybody? It's Corey, and it's time to play casual. Oh, man, if you tuned in last week, you know what kind of gates are still open for this week. All right. Don't believe anything I said last time, but this time we got we got our comic rundowns right. We got our Saturday morning resistance coming back from the Glee Club. But we still got to talk about the Mandalorian, y'all. And we're going to try to get the Disney Plus and Clone Wars. And we got other stuff, too. Taking a second around. We're going to have Fly Casual again. Fly Casual. Let's get ready to ring had to yell no 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 don't touch him when you did what? that yeah i was afraid you're gonna fart again no that i didn't fart what? I, don't, I don't fart i'm like girls that what? don't poop i don't fart what oh you know? i got confused i thought you're i thought fanboy y was here yeah no fanboy y no he has no. not been back for a couple weeks and i'd like to keep it that way for as long as possible is that the stain he left over there yes <laughs> gross yeah. what is it um, i don't even know what it is at first i just tried like a vinegar and water solution and then club soda. Not, and yeah, not the next thing I'm going to work is a five gallon drum of lie. So we'll yeah. see. If <laughs> well, you do lie a <laughs> lot. So. Yeah. Just going to borax, gotcha. borax and lie. <laughs> we're going to try on that. So. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. So that's you could uh, just remove the concrete. Uh, just burn it. Burn I mean, it. I, I, yeah, that's step, that's step three, I guess. Speaking of concrete, I got A1 coming out. Like Ooh, sauce. I love A1. Oh, the concrete people! What didn't my concrete work? Yeah. Oh man, I got a great Welcome story, guys. Welcome back to the Bob Vila cast. Yeah, they, they, I, they said it's going to be four weeks out. I'm like, sure, fine, great. That's yep. that's great. Uh, and then they they called me up a few days later and they said, oh, we someone bumped something out and so we can move you up in uh, you know a couple weeks up. Nice. Coming like, out right great. now. That's awesome. She called me back five minutes later. Well, I shouldn't have waited. I shouldn't have so, waited. Uh, what are you doing tonight? Yeah, well, <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually there now. Yeah. yeah. We're already yeah. right outside your house. I'm actually, actually looking done. at you. Where's I'm my money? Right, standing right behind you. Why did you call hey. me? <laughs> Put tap, some clothes tap, tap. on, sir. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm recording no, a podcast. My house, my rules. Yeah, he's using Garrick's rules there. <laughs> it's like, you're in my house now. Pant where pants are always optional. That's right. In fact, I mean, if it's warm, uh, feel free. Even if it's yeah. not, you we're get a, That's right. We're a nudist house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 We're not really in Nope. All. Nope. Good. Yep. I just trampled all over your introduction. Yep. I did that on yep. purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got you. We got crap ton to talk about again. Oh, Lord. How are we going to do Someone this? Someone Star Wars. Well, we should start by drinking. Woo. I got, what? I got more water. Okay. What's the thing yep. for? I got some live wire. Yeah. You got a drink, Garrett. Just shake it like a live wire. Don't have any drink. You don't have one. I'll it's pretend. So they don't know. Just act like you're slurping. Look, look, yeah, look, 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 oh, look, whoa. Look, slow oh, down delicious. there, delicious. Mike. Oh, my oh, it's it. so delicious, this thing I'm drinking. Right? It. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, hey, hey. Uh, let's kick her off right. Welcome back to Fly Casual, yeah. ladies and We're yep. in the 200 somewhere. Who gives a crap? I'm Corey. 222. Over there at Master Oh, that's Control a bunch of twos. Is Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Yeah, we got the trip deuces going on. Triple twos. Yeah, and, uh, that's like six. Guys, that one episode six. Yeah, yeah. Or two cubed. <gasps> oh, 
Um, Episode what? eight. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys my Brodies? Dude, we're all what? Brodies up in here. Oh, that's Brody, right. Brody. Not Brodies. We brodies. are straight up I Brodies. I forgot. The, the, the crazy Brodies. Um, that's all I got. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, before we get started, you know, I, I'm Corey. Uh, not my the, the seat to my left is 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 empty because unfortunately, and I hate to be the the bearer of bad news, but uh, Mike is out with the Quincy. So, um, not to Quincy, be you with the Quincy. I think the Quincy is a complication from the Fosse. The dog. Quincy. So yeah, he's got the Quincy. Uh, so hopefully, uh, once he gets that selection of his jaw removed, that is of course overgrown from the fossy jaw, the, uh, abscess that was caused as a result will also, uh, be treated at the same time. So, Good. uh, but he'll probably get to eat a lot of ice cream, even though it's just going to run Ooh, right back lucky. out his shirt, I wish so. I had the Quincy. Uh, I, I want know. ice cream. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't Aww. know if you go for that. Uh, oh, it's ice cream. Yeah. So uh, hopefully Neapolitan. We work through that and hopefully gets up and out of bed for a little bit because I hate for him to come down with the St. Vitus's dance. So uh, thoughts, uh, prayers, and uh, yeah, I don't know, voodoo spells out to Mike. Uh, mm-hmm. General good I wishes. Got those. Uh, well, he I got works, voodoo spells. Works through it's his. In my, uh, it's in my, my blood. His, the voodoo. His goodness. Oh man, you got voodoo spells in your blood? You should do cocaine for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, over there um, at Magic Trolls with Stephen J. Howie. Um, hi. What's up, bro? Two What's up, Bruddy? Bruddy. What's up, my, my main Bruddy? Bruddy Broy? I feel like we've already done this. Yep, we sure have. <laughs> Cross pond down to back. We looped it back. <laughs> Is Mr. Garrick not Jay Hardy? Hey. Hardy. Hey. A hearty hi and hello to you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how you use my last name. Yep. Yep. Pun. Mm-hmm. Mm, Portillo's, mm, Aurelio's. Where'd that come from? Mm. It's food, man. That's because <laughs> they're hungry. It's late, and I haven't eaten since like uh, four o'clock. So I'm oh, pretty. I'm wow. a, a might you peckish. Sh- you should have had a little snacky snack. <sighs> and an apple. I got some handful of grapes or raisins. I have some very tasty pink lady apples upstairs. I might have to oh. dip into before I hit the hay tonight. Yeah, is that like a it's gala or nothing? For something else? That's what I always say. Is that like a euphemism? For no, it's a type of apple, and they're oh, delicious. Okay. No. Uh, think about the level of sweetness of a Honeycrisp, but more substantial like of a fruit, like more of a texture uh, akin to a gala, is what I would probably uh, describe. Gala. A pink lady. Honeycrisps, I am adore. They are delicious, but Holy they turn to juice it. as soon as you bite into them. You know, that's yeah. what you know. As rallies used to always say in the commercials, if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Hey, that rhymed. I'm just saying. Face? Mm, Garrick's mom! Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. Wow, you almost crashed. Hold up, just in time. I was trying. I tried to keep it inside, and it wasn't. uh, It wasn't. It was like an alien chest burster. I mean, I barely. Boom. I'm all right. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right, everybody. Yeah. But Garrick's mom. Yeah, okay. Aww. Hey, hey, we got a lot of what? crap to talk to. So let's quit beating Where? around Garrick's mom's when? bush. Yes. And talk some yeah. reviews. How he said it. How he said it. Oh, yeah. Guys, ready for this? Guys, ready for this? I know how he's ready. I'm always ready. So we had a couple. Yep. A few like twenty comics come out. Good lord! Talk about comics in a long this time. This is going to be a really long episode. <laughs> yep. But I'm only really going to talk about three. 
I'm going to limit myself to three comics. What, what three? And in the order that we'll talk about them, if you could. In the order, well, actually, only two. <laughs> what two? Only and two. in the order that we'll talk about Actually, just two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Age of Rebellion came out, which are one shots focusing on a character. Uh, and in this case, Tarkin. <gasps> Tarkin. Grand Moff Willif Tarkin. And then uh, they also had a one shot Age of Rebellion special. <gasps> Which I will say was probably my favorite comic of all time. Of all time. Of all time. time. But first, Tarkin. Suck it, Infinity War. Look, I love Tarkin. It was a good one. You should pick it up. But uh, yeah, it's about uh, how badass Tarkin Tarkin is, really. (laughs) There's this one scene in the comic where he he strips off his shirt and he's just like ripped. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I am not joking. This happened. Well, it's comics. You can't have non-ripped yeah. characters. It's impossible. He's like he's, like, he's got like if Snap like Wexley ripped off his shirt in a comic, he would look like freaking. He would look like a, a freaking uh, uh, Swiss bodybuilder. Yeah, the Swiss have body. He would look like the the guy who plays the mountain on. Yeah, he knows, yes, that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> looks like some sort of Nordic god. Yeah, the world's strongest man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it was all a dream. He wasn't really doing it. Well, it wasn't a dream. It was just a fantasy, I guess, where he'd strip off his shirt and start killing a dude because he, uh, as you do, he's talking back. Yeah, it was a good issue. It, it really showed the depth of which Tarkin is an asshole. So I was like, <laughs> I was say, if anybody stuff. takes a different take on Tarkin, <laughs> screw them. He is the yeah, best a hole. Yeah. Leave him. And at the end. It was it was great because it was all about firing the Death Star laser, and there were the Death Star laser operators. I guess there's more than two that we see in the movie. There's like forty some, and some of them, and they all have to operate in unison. And because I guess they had deep seated like uh, morality that they couldn't, they they hesitated when they were firing on planets, and Tarkin didn't like that hesitation. He says, "If you do it again, you're out." Mm, and by out. out, you mean dead by a and shirtless by out, man. He mean out the airlock. <laughs> because they were Cylons. Yes. He's, yeah, he had, so at the end, uh, he spaced them because they hesitated firing on Alderaan, even though it still went according to his plan anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Wink. yeah, interesting issue how uh, Tarkin just doesn't, is almost as worse as Vader, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Just, uh. Well, he did have somebody. Uh, he, I mean, he was like a celebration ushering Vader with a collar. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, there was a cosplay there of uh, someone dresses Tarkin, uh, and then someone dresses Vader, and Tarkin had a leash that was connected leash, to Vader, yes. and he was just like pulling him around. <laughs> I get it. That was funny. Kind of lean. Shenanigans. I wonder if he smelled. <laughs> Recognized it when I foul stench got celebration stenchy stench stinks you stink. How young is Tarkin in this? Because there's a Death Star featured, (laughs) and bro does not look like Peter Cushing. Now, dude, dude's ripped. Like this is not the Tarkin your mama members. (laughs) Now, dude, this is hot Tarkin. Oh my god, hot Tarkin! I go for hot Hot Tarkin. Tarkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a good issue. I liked it. It was enjoyable. Good for a one shot. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Oh man, he's ripped. Yeah. And covered in in scars. 
Yeah, that's for fight. That's because all the fights he gets into. Yeah, it's because he's like Sherlock Holmes in the Guy Ritchie movies, or <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Guy. Well, he grew yeah. up on that that planet where they valued the hunter and hunting. Yep. A oh, wild, right! I yep. forgot feral about beast. all that. He yeah, did yeah. a lot of that. He did a lot of that. And that's in the uh, Tarkin novel. By, yeah, uh, I like to point somebody. out that that little fantasy, Luchino, that Luchino. little that fantasy, Jimmy the Luch. That Jimmy the Luch, that fantasy that Tarkin has about straight up murdering that dude is yeah. pretty much the uh, writer and artist just enacting the scene they wanted to see at the beginning of Jurassic <laughs> Park, where Grant just tears that little chubby kid apart with that raptor claw. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to get you here, and everybody here. wanted to see oh. that kid get disemboweled and Grant. face cut. Yeah, that's Alan, not very scary. It. Oh yeah. Is it me or was that kid have a walk? Did that kid have a walk on on like every sitcom at the time? I never did. Was it him, McGee and me? Oh Lord, dude, McGee and me. (laughs) Here's the fun thing: the people that listen to this podcast that recognize McGee and me just went, "Oh my God!" (laughs) There are people that know what McGee and me is. Like everyone who knows what McGee and me just went. There are other people that know what McGee and me is. Fist bump. I don't know if that's true. I love just, McGee and me. <laughs> I just, 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 it was the best. It was so yeah. dumb. Was it though? And I, my little pea brain thought it was. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this art is super high contrast. Again, this looks like looks like akin to the old Marvel comics. The old, old Star Wars Marvel yeah. comics. I liked it. Not bad. I liked it a lot. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Tarkin yeah. on the cover, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, he looks better inside the ish on the cover. Yeah. It's like, that's that's not that's not Tarkin. That's like Tarkin's up-and-coming nepotist son or something. No, it's Tarkin. Oh, that's not okay. It's Tarkin. Not okay. Tarkin. Yeah. Print it. Yeah. So Roll that was, it. That was good. And then, uh, of course, finally for comics, <laughs> the best comic... To ever come out in the history of Star Wars comics, yeah. Star Wars Age of Rebellion special. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So this uh, comic has three stories in it. Three. Trace? Three. Count them. Three. Or is it three? Two three. cubed, guys. Yeah, three twos. Three. Three. Yeah. Three. Three. Yeah, it's the threeest comic of all time. All time. <laughs> so the the actually, I, I was sorry. I was looking up uh, McGee and me, and that kid was in McGee and me. <laughs> no way! <laughs> Shut your mouth. That kid actually was in an episode of McGee and you. me. I don't believe his you. name is Whit Hertford. W h i t h e r t f o r d. And the funny thing is, he was actually. Uh, in a few episodes of Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Oh, because no. of course he was. He's older by then. Much older. Yeah, so it's all coming together. Wow. What was his name? Whit Hertford. W-H-I-T-H-E-R-T-F-O-R-D. Wow. Yeah. Garrick pulling out, pulling out McGee and me <laughs> references from my weird little uh, Jurassic Park d- fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he's been in lots of stuff. 
Tailspin. That's what I'm Darkwing saying. He Duck. was showing up and everything. He did have a good Tiny voice. Tiny Tune Adventures. As a kid, he had a good kid voice. He, in Jurassic Park, he was uh, uh, the volunteer boy. The volunteer boy. <laughs> he the, didn't have a, the unfortunately have a not disemboweled volunteer boy. <laughs> I'm just volunteering yeah. here, but that's not very scary. You suck, guy with PhDs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey. Yep. There you go. Anyway. What were our three stories? So the first story... Just keep leaning was, on that, Howie. <laughs> first story was pretty awesome because it was about all about IG-88. Yes. And we have got... Or we have, have nothing in the new canon about IG-88. Now, we, we had the old uh, cantina, Tales from the Cantina, mm-hmm. uh, that we got some IG-88 stories. Or Tales from the Bounty Hunter, mm-hmm. I should say. But uh, this comic really made IG-88... Into a freaking badass. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was great. Like, uh, so the, I'm not sure who's narrating this whole thing, but there's like narration bubbles about how awesome IG88 is and how he always plans ahead. Right. And uh, he has face lasers. Did you yep. know that? Yeah, his face yeah. Well, why wouldn't he? Really? Yeah. The art is really cool. The uh, the the action and just the mythology. The Ah, methodology of how IG-88 goes down and tracks down bounties is pretty awesome. Right. I think it's worth a read. I want to point something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something in this comic that may warrant a welcome back. Oh, what's that? Because if you look up its entrance on Wikipedia, it doesn't even have the canon versus legends tab. And all the appearances down below, it lists are like Dark Horse Comics, Battle of the Bounty Hunter, Shadow of the Empire, Young Jedi Knights. And it has non-canon appearances as Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, (laughs) which is the newest thing on the list. Therefore, I think we've got a legit welcome back on our hands. Uh, A listener can tell us if we're wrong, but I would like to... To welcome back IG88 ship IG2000. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. It's in there. Yep. Ooh, it is in Galaxy Heroes, and I have that ship. But in on Wikipedia, I don't see I don't see any reference to new canon appearances at all. Oh yeah. So I don't think we've seen it anywhere. So I think that's a legit one, and we just stumbled onto it. So that was cool. Yeah, high yeah, fives all good around. Sto- it was a two good story. episodes in a row, guys. Mm-hmm. Two episodes in a row, mm-hmm. and then the, the the middle story here was all about Yoda. Yoda, Yoda, you know this guy, Yoda, green little green guy. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the Never story is basically two of them. what he was doing the hour or I guess thirty minutes before Luke showed up. And what was he doing? Well, he's hunting for meat, and then he got tracked trapped in a rock slide. Oh, I mean, he was taking a nap. <laughs> like, no, what? I'm driving a rock slide. Okay, you can't die here. And then he got himself out. He's like, "Hey, what's that sound? Oh, it's an X-wing. Who's this weirdo?" You forgot oh, to mention all those weird. hyena-looking things that showed up that I can only assume are called uh, dag cats. <laughs> dag wolves. Dag wolves. Dag wolves. <laughs> Dave Filoni, did you write this? Come on. <laughs> Actually, yeah, so it's pretty. It's pretty cool little story about Yoda and. What he was doing in just his solitude before. L- with yeah. his eyes looking more like like disparate than ever. Like he's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, Yoda eating meat was a little weird to me, but I'm like, well, I guess it makes sense. Well, Yogan, Yogan, Yoda's got to be a vegan to you. Is that well, 
I always thought he was all about, you know, the living force and not killing things. And I'm like, wait, he just was in the Clone Wars and killed lots of people. Oh, man. So many. And he has really sharp teeth. So he probably eats lots of meat. So. Yep. I mean, like, nah. like, I mean, we're talking about a dude who was like nibbling on an energy bar. He's like, oh, you get so big eating food of this type. I mean, yeah. he's like, you know, I you can have, eat raw meat. Eight inch and a half thick fillets. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I have T-bone back at my hut. Mm-hmm. Fish sticks. Mm. Mm. Only ribeye. Mm-hmm. Wagyu That's beef wants you. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about that beef. Ron Swan. Oh, oh. Oh, I just forgot one of my favorite cosplays. Uh-oh. Someone From Celebration. No, but I, I just stumbled into it in the thing that I was saying that nobody heard. Uh, uh, real quick, real quick, because I don't want to forget real again, because you'll appreciate this. Dude in like uh, like a, 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 a form-fitting sweater and pants. Okay. Kind of thing you'd yeah. wear to the office. I, I think maybe there was a polo under the sweater uh-huh. with a very stern look on his face, his hair swept back, and a mustache. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. His skin painted blue. <laughs> yes. Thrawn Swanson. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was great. Oh, shenanigans. Oh, people are so, so, so more creative than me. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> so much more creative than I am. Mm-hmm. That's all right. I love you guys. Be creative. <laughs> Gives me something to do. Look at you. Look at and then the last thing. story in here. <laughs> Which I will say, yeah. Is why is this your favorite comic ever. of all time? <laughs> right here, right here, right here, right now. This is why. Right. So there, the last issue or last story in this issue is about Big's Dark Lighter and the show favorite Jack Tunno Porkins going on vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on vacation. You know? where, where did they go on vacation? <laughs> They're going, going on a, they're going on a big sportcation. <laughs> so it, it's pretty funny because at, at the beginning they're in a, a dog fight with some tie fighters. <laughs> Porkins like just like destroys a tie tie fighter, and this little disc with a, a hollow image of the the tie fighter pilot's family like crashes into his cockpit. <laughs> yeah, like it was <laughs> like, like it was Aww. stuck with chewing gum to the tie fighter's dashboard, <laughs> and it just just smacks right into the outside of his cockpit. So, so Porkins gets real philosophical and it, it's just cracking me up because he's having these real deep thoughts about like <laughs> thoughts the, the like, like war and, and what does it mean? And like, what is it oh, good man, for? He had a family and absolutely, oh, man, this is just killing me. I can't, I don't know how long I can do this. And, and Biggs is like, dude, we need to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> this comic is ridiculous. There is, there's, there's your buddy movie right there. It is. It's even like the art. Movie. Even the art looks yeah, like the art it's is like so wacky. something between. <laughs> it falls somewhere between like a weird Comedy Central cartoon featuring Daniel Tosh and Family Circus. Like I with also with, with grain added. <laughs> With with a splash of a Beatles music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> yeah, but they go on vacation on this planet. And Dude, it, no, no, it, no, no. They go to the, the specifically they go to Earth. The vacation planet. Yeah. Earth. <laughs> uh, so it's all very tongue in cheek. <laughs> so they go through the different days and they're like riding this sea worm. Dude, you're monster. going wait. No, I know we got a lot to talk okay. about, but you are blasting through this too quickly. I know, just, <laughs> this almost needs like a panel by panel analysis, including the fact that one of the workers at their resort, like, uh, we, what are they? 
What are the like resort resort people always called like fun directors? Yeah. Dude's wearing a yellow polo and khaki shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like an eight foot tall alien. I like how in that panel, Porkins looks like Bobby Hill, yeah. <laughs> king of the hill. Yeah. It's just like. Well, no, Biggs is wearing a Speedo (laughs) and Porkins is wearing like Bahama trunks, a wife beater and brain boots. boots. (laughs) (laughs) And they're drinking like a soda. Yeah. It's like, no, you can litter. The people, the little creatures just eat litter. It's great. (laughs) Throw it on the ground. Wow. Yeah. Yep. They oh, eat whatever God. they find on the ground, and you can get one frozen in carbonite as a souvenir. <laughs> That's a quote from the comic. <laughs> yep. I mean, at one point, the two That's of them, the two of them are together riding basically a sea serpent that looks like a wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing <laughs> tube man, and. And and they're they're riding on the same one. So yeah. <laughs> Porkins has the reins. He's ditched the wife beater and boots. But Biggs is behind him with his hands around Porkins' belly and he's throwing a peace sign in the air. It's like, woo! Yep. This is the best. I hope yep. this is canon. And then and then it's all canon. I know. And then Porkins is so fat that he's eating <laughs> he's eating like an anthropomorphic bumblebee. <laughs> And his, he's saying literally, I know the signs say don't eat them, but aren't they delicious? Like holding it <laughs> guts in his hand while other ones are just flying around him. <laughs> and he's looking at it like he's going to propose to it. Oh, my well, gosh. He does propose to something. Later. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> let's let's and, find and, out. And then he's taking a picture with the holocam, Porkins, <laughs> because he built a sand hut around yeah. Biggs. Read what Biggs is saying. Read what Biggs Quick, says. Quick, dig here. me out. I need to go. Oops, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're, you're you're spot on there, Gary. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh. Oh man, when oh, I was yeah. reading this comic, I'm like, this can't be real. This is great. Yeah. And <laughs> then the you think I've ever read the very next panel. Porkins is drunk proposing to a weird purple alien who's responding in hieroglyphics. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that it looks like a green Timothy Zahn's wearing with antennas wearing speedos in the background. <laughs> that's yes. Earth for you, man. That's Earth. Earth. That's Earth. Oh my God! <laughs> they say it when you get off your ship. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the joke. I didn't get it. Yeah, Independence Day, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This may be the best humor in Star Wars. Ever. I know. Oh, if if you don't like, if I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not buying comics, you gotta buy this one because it's worth it. Oh. It's, it's so off the wall. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good wow. stuff. My. Gosh. Yeah. Good for a laugh. So yeah, best comic of all time. The right fact here. that they go to hold up an imperial officer, but they don't have blasters, so they just put towels over their hands, like <laughs> yes. like the dude robbing a bank with his hand in shirt. But here's the thing: they're still wearing their swimsuits. <laughs> Biggs has got slippers on, but Porkins has got his boots back on. And then Shirtless, holding like, out towels. <laughs> so then afterwards, like I'm glad we didn't have to blast her. Like, well, that was just our fingers. Your <laughs> <laughs> towel. Oh my gosh. 
This comic is beyond ridiculous. There's yeah. literally the, fir- the 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 following phrase is said in this comic: "So long, suckers." <laughs> <laughs> so long, suckers. So long, suckers. Yeah. And then they're standing at a bus stop in the woods. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's pretty great. It's almost too good. I don't think something this pure should exist. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, or the, or the dude asking kinda... asking Porkins. So after the war, what are you gonna be? What are you guys gonna be when this is all over? And Big's answers: Graphic designer, <laughs> <laughs> CEO, assassin. They're all just sitting around. <laughs> what do we want to be when we're not fighting? The, the last panel is kind of sad. <laughs> you know what happens to Porkins? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, I got forward ahead. Pos- <laughs> oh, that is sad. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't spoil it. I won't. Yeah. I won't do no, that. Don't spoil it. That yeah. comic is. Yeah. I want more of that. Yeah, I know. This is great. This is something you would see out of the Avengers comics because uh, they do the more wacky. St- but this is great seeing out of Marvel. My I'm glad they gosh. decided to stop taking it so seriously. For I want it to be this goofy and be canon. I want to yeah. walk that fine line. <laughs> That's good. Stuff. It could be. Who knows? That's good stuff. I'm yeah. Happy about so. it. Now, which, check it out. Which one's this called again? This one is Age of the uh, Rebellion. Age of Rebellion special. Now, number one, we played a welcome back for IG 2000 in that comic. I don't know that that comic is canon, but damn it, it is in my heart. It is now. Yeah. Because we said it is. That's right. And that's all that matters. That's all it takes. Hey, don't we have another review? Yeah, we do. We have (gasps) a a resistance review. We do. From one Sancho Q Panda. And the Fly Casual Glee Club. In the Fly Casual Glee Club. We have a review of Resistance episode 14. Episode Entitled Doza's Dilemma. Our review is titled Meet the Dozas. Dozas, meet the Dozas. They're a cliche Disney family. (laughs) Torres. Got no mama, and her oh. dad is overbearing. And yeah, yet, no, that this is Disney. When some pirates take Tora <laughs> away, dad lets the First Order save the day. <laughs> now they get to use the base, and we finally get the payoff for the slow plot line that only took eight episodes to develop. <laughs> Yay! 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 It's too bad Mike wasn't here. He would recognize yeah. where that song yeah, was from. Yeah, he was, uh, he was only in his teens when the Flintstones aired. Yeah, so. the original. Like, he was actually lived with the Flintstones. Oh, yeah, no, like, that's true. Not the cartoon. Yeah, no, that's but accurate. Good old, good old Mike, you know, brushes his teeth with water out of a Bronto mouth. Yeah, Archibald. and it says something sarcastic Yeah, to him. It's a living. It's a wah, 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 wah. In my mind, that's all that's any of the animals thing. ever said. Like, you know, they put on the record and they <laughs> slam the pterodactyl beak down and it looks like it was, it's a living. Actually, that reminds me. There was a uh, DC Flintstones comic that came out a few years back. It is excellent. Really? Because <laughs> it's all because there's there'll be single uh, some issues in that run where it's just about the appliances and their <laughs> little <laughs> their little like, uh, I guess, community or or a, society, a place in society, and it's hilarious. Really? They really hate the bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> for, some, 
for some reason. That's great. I don't know. Or no, that's, it's a vacuum cleaner. They hate the vacuum cleaner. That's great. Well, yeah. I'm anyway. looking forward to finally seeing the plot advance when I get to that level in Resistance. Yeah. So, yeah, this is where yeah, it's kind of a pinnacle of what the First Order had been doing this whole time. Yeah. Which, which is, is basically enlisting the pirates to harass the base so that Doza would be... Doza, who's would, the base commander. Yeah, does it? Yeah, and his daughter gets kidnapped. Uh, oh. So that they they finally get to the point where his last resort is to call in help from the first order. Yeah, it's, it's, it's showing you how the first order orchestrated <clears throat> power because the movies gave you absolutely yeah. no idea. Which that that's one thing of this show that I really liked. I just didn't like how long it like in the song. No, how long it took so long to develop. It's a great plot point. From from a thousand feet in the air, the 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 purpose of the show is not bad. Giving no. you some background on the first order, God forbid, and you know, and 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 how the mechanics of it work. It's just the execution. Mm-hmm. Not our, and I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm just realizing it. It's not like I walked in with this like loaded in the gun or anything, but I didn't hear the word resistance from anybody at celebration. I don't remember seeing any resistance cosplay. I'm sure there was some somewhere. Dude, there's a lot of Kylo. In, yeah, uh, there's a lot of Kylo. But I mean, resistance, uh, the cartoon. I don't recall seeing oh, any yeah. resistance cosplay. I think and I, I saw never, Kaz, I, maybe. Really? I never heard this a one. single person talk about it in all the conversations that I was a part of or, you know, eavesdropping on. I, I don't, was there a resistance panel? Uh, yeah, there was a season two, uh, like, I guess early, re- they released the first episode of season two at a panel. Okay. Okay. It was like on Sunday or Monday, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, not a, I didn't hear a lot of a lot of whispers or talk about. It. I have a feeling that if even if people aren't as scathing on it as we are, that it's probably not capturing folks. Yeah, the way again, they they're hoped. they don't know who to market this to. No, because it's not marketed to people who are up at ten o'clock at night. No, nope. <laughs> for sure. Well, it's marketed to them, but it's definitely not written for them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so, a good point. I, I don't. I, I mean, that there. One of my favorite characters out of Resistance is Sinara San. Yeah, <clears throat> and I love that character. Yeah, and she's plays a major role in this episode. So I think that's maybe why I liked it. Because yeah. uh, she's she actually is one of the few characters who has like a, <clears throat> a conflict to mm-hmm. her. Like everybody else is kind of, they know what they want to do. They they are what they are. But she's she's a pirate. But then she gets rescued by Kaz at, uh, earlier on, yeah. and and she's kind of edging that line. Like, oh, do I want to be a pirate or do I want to like be better than that? Yeah, so. to have a character that has any conflict adds more depth than ninety percent of the show. Yeah, but it's, but it's yeah, great. like it, it it has its strengths. It has its strengths. It just doesn't know how to shed its weaknesses. And I think yeah. uh, it could, it could. But given the fact that they went a whole season without <sighs> cleaning up much of the early mess, I, I, it doesn't make it makes me fearful that season two is not going to bring much more attention, no matter how much improvement they make. I mean, Star Trek Discovery season one is just god awful. <laughs> God awful slog. Season two is really enjoyable, but I'm not hearing that you know CBS is making more money off their streaming service because season two is watchable. They also are breaking a lot of rules of Star Trek and going all in. But I don't How think it. They? I think it's too late, and it, it, it sucks. So even if Resistance were to suddenly be amazing, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what the real numbers are. I really don't. I just, I don't hear anybody giving a crap about it. So, yeah. uh, I, I, yeah, I, I know I mean, a few people watch it because they're loyalists. You know, they want to consume all the Star Wars media. And I, that's why I'm watching it. But I'm not hearing anybody talk about it with affection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking about I'm not, not talking about things with affection. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the Porkins by the week. What? Whoa. We had a whole comic about Porkins and there's more. I don't know if y'all know this, but John Favreau, the oh, dude what's okay. producing the Mandalorian TV yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. John Favreau. He's also a director of Thor's. He's what? Yeah, kind of. Directed he a is? lot of different things. If you're worried that Iron Man and Cowboy the Aliens ain't enough sci-fi to give you faith in Johnny Favreau to do The Mandalorian, then look no no other place than the Orville, oh, where he has been a producer and a consultant and directed the pilot episode. He's all up in the sci-fi. Yeah. Is it me or is John Favreau suddenly involved with most of the things I like? Is he now? <laughs> he is he is. now like the favorite director? He might along, yeah. alongside of Floney. You know, it's funny because I'm starting John Favreau, who I saw Swingers, and I'm like, I can't stand this guy. And then I <laughs> and then I saw Rudy, and I'm like, who is this awkward dude saying who's the wild man now? I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and people are like, John Favreau, John Favreau. I'm like, why is everybody you saw Daredevil the movie and you're like, I'm all in. <laughs> Daredevil, I'm like, again, I'm like, I don't get it. But then Iron Man happened. And I was like, and, 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 and it was before it happened. It was, I've said this a thousand times. It's when, it's when I found out he was casting Robert Downey Jr. And I was like, whoa. I think, because it's, it's time to take all the 80s and 90s movies I love and put them on the shelf for a minute and go, like, John Favreau may be my, like, Robert Zemeckis now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's replacing like those good to greats that made a ton of content Mm -hmm. back in the day. And it's kind of freaking me out because I've not stopped to analyze that shift, but I think that's right where I would put John Favreau. He'd be like right in that like Zemeckis area of, Oh, John, John's attached. I'm probably going to enjoy it. They also uh, said that John Favreau was a big part of, and I, this might knock your socks off, that the Orville uses uh, miniatures. Oh. Uh, I thought all those ships were CG. Apparently, yeah, they used a lot of miniatures, and uh, he was one of the big proponents of that. So, cool. apparently, that parlays nicely <laughs> yeah. into something and else. He's involved with a lot of th- new things coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I think yeah. one of those things that we really are anxious to talk about, like the Lion, the Lion King, is right? the Lion King, the Lion King, yeah. ah! live action Lion King. Yeah, I'm kind of with you now. If if I hear his name attached to something, it it's going to pique my interest. Jungle Book was enjoyable. I wouldn't say it was yeah, the best paced movie, but I would not say that about any of the Jungle Book takes or the Mowgli's or anything. So the fact that I was able to enjoy Rudyard Kipling's Cliff Notes, which is essentially what any of those are going to be, says something. Yeah. Also, it had Bill F. and Murray in it, so... well, Bill F. and Murray. Yeah. Yep. So, singing, of all things. Really? Yeah, briefly. Whoa. Briefly. But yes. Did he he die from a zombie apocalypse? Not that I'm aware. (laughs) But it could have happened after the story. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, anyway... 
Uh, I don't even know what button to hit. We've got new, new review rumor discussion things. News. Oh, yeah. yeah. News. Speaking of Leia. What? Just saying. Did I ever do the reviews button earlier? Yeah, I feel I like I think you did. blasted right past that. Speaking of blasting past that. Huh. Oh, man. The Mandalorian. Oh, man. The Mando panel. Uh, uh, oh. I did a poll on Twitter this past week. I'm sorry. Oh. And because of that my massive Twitter. Twitter following, massive Twitter following. You got seven, three responses. 17 people oh, responded. Oh, that's more better. More Whoa, than I thought you were going to get. That's more, that's wow. more, more better blues right there. I don't think I responded to it. Nope. That, I don't think you did. I'm pretty much off Twitter. So. Kind of a jeek. Yeah, I've had a, a little geek. bit of a resurgence. You're a jeek, man. Yeah, you're a jeek, Brady. I'm um, on Twitter, too. Jeek. You guys haven't heard of it yet. I, yeah. <laughs> the, the new jitter. The new jitter. The new Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I've been on Twitter more because of all these discussions. And because I've just been happy to see the Star Wars angry people less angry lately uh, after Celebration. So, just wait. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. But, <laughs> Wait till uh, nine comes out. Yeah, it's funny to hear me such a like an ardent, <laughs> yeah. an ardent critic going. It's nice to see people not being ugly. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, had, did a panel. Like, what are you more excited for? Ep nine and the Mandalorian. Now that sounds like a trolley thing. Like, let's get the fans fighting. But I'm just curious, right? It's like I was saying last week about the Rebels panel and that dude throwing nucks because I said Rebels to me has been like the most significant Star Wars right. thing throwing in a while. Nucks. Um, you know, and of course that's a very oblique word, but either way, uh, I was just kind of curious, like, because I'm more, I think, and and it's not by much, it's not by a huge margin, but I think I'm a little more excited about the Mandalorian. Than I am about Ep Nine, which Whoa. surprises me a little. I'm not a little. I'm a lot more, and, and that doesn't surprise me. But I, I, I guess I hadn't stopped to really think about it in these terms, in, inwardly. So I just curious who else, you know, would fall in that way. And I got to tell you, it, it was almost a dead heat. I think we have, if we'd had even numbers, it would have been fifty fifty uh, out of that massive. Massive, very scientific uh, group. Tens of people. Tens of people responded. One point seven tens of people. Um, <laughs> That's a good sample size. It if is. I ever seen it one. is. That's better than most of the stuff I see coming out of major news organizations <laughs> lately. We pulled these three people. Yeah. <laughs> Studies show. Um, so, I, uh, I asked my mommy and daddy. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, my mommy. The Mandalorian Maybe. panel was nuts. Uh, oh, man. Just first nuckin'. of all, when uh, Kathleen Kennedy, Dave Filoni, and Jay Favs come out, I got a little nervous. I, I'm like, yeah. are they allowed to be in the same place at the same time? It's like the Coke it's formula. Like, We're going to lose everything. Yeah. Is this like president, vice president thing? Should <laughs> they be in like separate buildings? Right. It's, it's like on. president and president and President. president. I mean, here you have the lady in charge, the dude what knows what needs to be done, and the dude what knows how to do it in yeah. the same room. Yeah. Freaking me out, bro. Oh, man. And they all are. Here's the thing. You get a lot of these people on stage sometimes, and you can feel the ones who are like, yeah, we're, we're affiliated. We very much respect each other, and we're putting on a show. These three look like they've actually had times where they've hung out and drank, drank together. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, they have. I definitely got that. Like, well, you definitely get that from Filoni and Favreau, yeah. who, are, who talk like they are 
super close now. <laughs> like, like, like these guys are hanging out. But even Kathy is like, I know stuff about you. You don't want well, me to say. Like, well, <laughs> she didn't say it, but like the look. It was like J Faz was saying, you know, talking about how Filoni got him into Star Wars to begin with. Yep. So he kind of owes him one. Yep. Because he yeah, he let him he be a voice of door. a Mandalorian in the Clone yeah. Wars. <laughs> and so yeah. Just got like, my foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. what was it? Like uh he let they showed each other like the first like Filoni came over and watched of uh, one of Favreau's Iron, pro- Man. Iron Man with Favreau's yeah, son. They're the first, one to see were the first ones to see the movie. Dave Filoni <laughs> and John yeah. Favreau's son watching the movie with John Favreau. And then yeah, so he had uh, yeah, and then oh man. I this is oh I use this term a lot, but this is the ultimate Marvel team up right here, Filoni and Favreau. <laughs> it really is. You know, this is. is this is the double S. We oh my god! Now the Mandalorian is Favreau's, or yeah, Favreau's. This is his. It's his baby. Pitch. He pitched. He it. pitched it. Yeah, and I don't think Filoni was he loves heavily, Mandos. Yeah, it was his pitch, and he even talked about like writing it over the holidays and stuff like that because he was so into it. And and then immediately Filoni was with him to to like bring it all together and bring it in and, and right. canonize it. And they have said draw heavily from what were the words he said? What that Favreau Legends said? Legends and EU. Legends and EU. He, he said, said it on the EU. stage. Why do yes. you say that on stage? Why do you say that on stage? Even if you know Fil- Filoni's done it a bunch of times. Why does Favreau get up and say the words EU, which is a, those are two letters that most of the people that get on these panel stages have never, don't even know those letters. They don't, they're not that familiar with it. They may be steeped in Star Wars, but EU is an old term. European Union. Right. And so, and I mean, but this is straight up Brexit, bro. Um, They... uh, I don't even know what that. Oh, meant. is it and a political statement? I totally misread <laughs> oh, that. Oh man, we took a turn for the. Listen here, something. Theresa May. Something angry. I don't know. Um, so he gets up and he says that. Why does he say that? Because John Favreau, Filoni knows it, but John Favreau is the first one I've heard say it on a stage to people. We know that this matters to you, and I think yeah. that, th- I think that was very intentional. Oh yeah, and I think it's oh it's yeah, not only coming t- sincerely from them, but I also think Kathleen Kennedy is like, yes, we need to make sure. Yeah, if okay, these two, she fully admits is like the the two golden boys of Star Wars right now. She fully yeah. says like it's you know more or less fully more or less <laughs> says <laughs> and treats them that way, and so if they're saying that. Okay, we're having successes, but we're having stumblings, and this is what we think some of the stuff that we should be doing is. And she's listening. Right now, there is a potential to be a lot more hopeful for the ship to I'm, the ship to be righted a bit. I'm not saying the ship is sinking, but I think it's been, you know, course ajar. I think the wind has been blowing heavily. Not, you know, we haven't we haven't put all nine to the winds, lads. You know, and I think that maybe there's a chance that this is the, the, so the you're indication. Saying that there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> so I uh from the, and that's early in the panel. And at that point, like I am hooked so but bad. I, just I pull me into right, the boat. I just watched, land me. I watched the uh uh, the the Disney stream for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and did did he mention? Because you brought Favreau on the on stage there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the now. This was right before uh, celebration before started. Celebration, this is yeah. the Disney Q one uh, like earnings call or whatever. yeah. And and uh, did he mention that? Did he either? Of you guys watch that? 
I yes. watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I was we trying to remember if he actually it. mentioned something that as well in that. Uh, I, I don't recall, but uh, I, maybe. I might be confusing. Maybe. Too, but, but, oh, man, the cheering, you know, when he said that in the panel. Yeah. <sighs> These guys, like, are two of my favorite people in entertainment. <laughs> and they're working and, together. And when they got talking about the process of making the Mandalorian, uh, like, specifically, I remember they, they mentioned his ship. The ship. And, the yeah, ship rig. The ship, well, first of all, he said he, they just, they were going to do it CG. Yep. They're just going to do a CG ship, you know, because that's whatever. That's easier, faster. In the Nile. And, and so yeah. they made it like a 3D printed model of the ship just to put on Favreau's desk. And Favreau's like, no, I just want to. Yeah, you're right. I just want to put it on my desk. Yeah. And so yeah. they he, he was some, asking like, him, he's like, can we, can we make this? Can we make an actual physical model? And he goes, who did he learn it from? He said he learned uh, it from another. Yeah, I think it was. Some some like uh, ILM guy. Thing. Yeah, you learn it from another filmmaker that you always have you always have models made because that way you have something to show off, put on your desk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, that's probably so true. Like, you know, so I know we're gonna do a CG, but can I get a model? <laughs> yeah, so that they someone had uh, one of the uh, model makers had seen it, and they're like. You're gonna you're gonna CGI that? Yeah, the ILM dudes got to look at it. They're like, wait, I wait, could, wait, I could I could totally make that. And so they the I, ILM guys just start inviting themselves to meetings. Yes, <laughs> this is the part that cracked me up so bad. This is a, an, an entertaining like, panel. One of them literally machines a brand new rig in, in his, garage his garage to film a model that he also created from scratch in his garage just so they could film it. Using and practical effects. Using practical this, effects. This, this I mean, warms the dude, my heart so much. The dude, you know, like, straight up went home and wazzed a camera rig <laughs> together. He wazzed it into being. And, yeah. oh my god. I mean, just that that really reminded me of the like the old school like making of a new hope. And like, that's they exactly were just what, cobbling things together. They talked about like, they're like, all right, well, yeah. I guess we could do this. Let me go to my that's garage some and of the best cobble some put something together. Do. Yeah, and so they're showing like the ship passes and the camera passes when the ship's cr- like moving and stuff like that. And then they're showing, okay, here's the lighting one where they, you know, the, the they have like the engines lit up with LEDs and the room darkened so they can just capture the engines and it's all pre pre-programmed in so the movement's the same so then they can mat the uh the light engines over the actual shot of the ship so it looks like the engines are yeah. burning and oh my gosh it, it, it so not cool. but here's the thing it doesn't just look like all the old videos that we used to see of them do it it looks better it's imp- <laughs> it's an improvement it, it's like it looks, it looks it looks better than cg could look because it's real. Because it's real. <laughs> yeah. And it's as smooth as CG looks because it's better than it used to be. And it looked, I mean, that stuff looked good before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And here, and here's the other thing. Because Filoni and Favreau, too, are so into the continuity of things and, you know, the Mickey's Ten Commandments Imagineering. His ship, they didn't design a new ship. Everybody wants to design a new ship. Oh, yeah, design a new ship. Let's get a designer in here. Let's get him in. Make a new ship. Okay, here's a Naboo N1. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't look like Star Wars, but whatever. You know, it's new. Yay, we did something new. Sell more toys. They took a gunship, a Republic gunship, and slapped big engines on it. It's literally, it's <laughs> yeah. the, the, the main character's ship is a scrapyard cobble. Which makes so much sense. And I love it so hard. <laughs> so much. Oh, man. <laughs> 
This any users or any any listeners, if you didn't watch this panel, please go watch it on YouTube. Now, there's a problem. If you watch the panel on YouTube. Uh when the stream came out, they yeah. had a sizzle reel to play. Earlier, uh-huh. relatively, they didn't save it for the end. They were even laughing about how they're not saving it to the end and stuff like that. Uh and they blacked it out. Oh. And it came back, and John Favreau said, "Oh, I, by the way, I was supposed to tell you guys not to record that with your cell phones. <laughs> Sorry, I should have said that beforehand." And he's laughing, smirking. <laughs> so naturally, within two minutes of the panel ending, scores of people had uploaded the sizzle reel. Yeah, I immediately like, Whoop. yep. And I'm I'm looking at one right now. They're not even trying to take it down. <laughs> John Favreau no. just. There's no reason to. There's no reason to hide this. So if you want to watch Sizzle Reel, now I haven't seen a high quality cut. It's all cell phone footage, but you can watch the Sizzle Reel. It's worth. I I did when I'm watching this, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm looking right now. It's blurry and the edges of the screen are showing. I don't care. It's so good and and, and I, 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 this feels like hardcore Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Hardcore. It's the gritty fringes, but it's not like, you know, Saul Guerrero's den was just like a little too, it was a little too much. Like, oh, it's all dirt and it's an old ruined place. Meh. Okay. That's like, that's like. I'm glad they blew it up. Yeah. Like, but this <laughs> is just like, no, this is just like a, a very distinct place that exists. Even like walking across the ice and water, or whatever, on like the planks and stuff. I mean, just. You, you owe it to yourself. Well, of course, we got Armando. He's got a. He's wearing. A, he's got the. He's got the the Jaster gun from the yeah. from the Star Wars Holiday Special on. And by the way, that yeah. was another great cosplay. Was someone was that version of Boba Fett, all oh, the way nice. down to like the flat pastel colors. It nice. was great. It was great. But that's awesome. Oh man, what what? I mean, there's so much to say about Mandalore. They brought out the, the three main characters. There are three mm-hmm. the actors of the three main characters, right? And there you yep. go. Boom. You got Pedro out there. Yeah. Eyes intact, regardless of what the mountain done to him. <laughs> and head. Yeah. And head. Yeah. Now, uh, now who's playing IG-88? Well, that's an interesting thing, but I'll, we'll get to that in a oh, minute. Oh, sorry. We'll I get to that in a minute. Yeah, that's um, spoilers, bro. Yeah, and then uh, the the lady, what, from Deadpool. Well, I can never remember her name, and I'm, I need to From what that. is Deadpool? Gina Carano. Gina Carano, yes. And it's I've it's so fun to watch her because she's so tough. Spoiler, spoiler, just spoiler. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the actress. No, I'm, I'm going to spoil oh, okay. something. Okay. Well, her uh, character name is... Kara Dune. Yes. Or Kara Dune. Kara Dune. Yeah. From Mount Dune. Well, not Doom, but Dune. No, from Arrakis. She's from Arrakis. Red Sandworms. Actually, she's from the movie Dune. She's a Fremen. So, P. Gina Carano always, she's like so like, like tough, an MMA, you know, tough, but she's got such a demure feature to her face. You know? like, she's like introverted. Yeah. Yeah. She's like tough, but cute, but tough. I don't know how she does that both at the same time, but it's really unique and it gives Magic. her a really special charisma. Yeah. And she looks like just downright giddy to be involved <laughs> in all she of this. Is. Right. And then, of course, who do they bring out? But none other than Apollo Creed himself, Carl Weathers. Oh, my goodness. Carl 
Weathers. And that dude comes out. He is <laughs> Apollo Creed in real he life. He comes out. He's like, I want you. I want you. Like, he's literally the doing the scene. The crowd is chanting at him. I want you. Yep. <laughs> and and he's, he's milking it like he is still, it's still the 70s and they're still shooting the first Rocky movie. He has not <laughs> lost a step. And he is in like promo mode the whole time. He's like, the big thing about this, we got to thank the fans. We got to thank the fans. You know, like, I'm just like, I, I want Carl Weathers in my life always. <laughs> his his always. character name, I don't know what you think about this. Grief Karga. I'm fine. G R E E. At this point, yeah. Grief Karga. As, as much as <laughs> yeah, we've seen, I'm so excited about this. I'm like, it's if great. you came to my role playing table and said my character name is Grief Karga, I go, okay. <laughs> if you came to my role playing table and said my name is Poe Dameron, I'd say go back and come up with another one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I ain't calling like, you Poe this whole time. That's not happening. Yeah. That's when we give you some. That's when Garrick's character gives you a name that you're not going to like. Or if Garrick's not here, Petrie's <laughs> character has given you a name. You don't like. I don't know if any of Petrie's characters have ever called Howie's characters by their name. He always just gives them an unflattering nickname, and and that's it. <laughs> you yeah, because I'm an a- alien. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always He's racist against Zeno. racist. He's Zenist, but. Yeah, so all three of, and also Pedro. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's great. I've never actually seen him in very many interviews. He is so freaking excited at this panel. (laughs) And he tells the story of how he got cast. Oh, it's so good. And I almost, I honest to God, it's funny and it's endearing. And I almost cried a little bit because of the joy on this man's face. It is so touching because he talks about how he got the call and then when it comes, so he goes into a room and it's covered in storyboards, right? So this mm-hmm. room covered in storyboards, he's looking through it. Oh yeah, it's really cool. He's getting all excited. And he's like, so uh, who do you want me to come in and audition for? And they go, dude, you're the Mandalorian. And when he says that, he puts his hands in the air and just drops his head on the table like he's just like <laughs> passed out and the crowd's losing. He, he stands up, his eyes are just like, how did this happen? How did this good fortune befall me? I'm like, dude, you played one of the most badass characters in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And you had very little screen time, but when you died, everyone was pissed. <laughs> everyone yeah. was pissed. Not me. I knew it happened because well, I read the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garrett knows Better how to than read. You. So but either ish. either way, Read-ish. all three of those people were probably <laughs> the three most delightful actors I've seen in a panel together. <laughs> Not that I dislike anybody else, really, but they were just all three of them. So like, wow, look what we got into. I mean, they're looking out at the panel crowd and they're going, oh, my gosh. Like, this is like we're all movie stars, but this is another level of 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 that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so good. What we, we say? What we say about the sizzle reel? What we gonna say about that? Yeah. So it was when they're sizzling. in the panel, they they dropped that. Uh, this takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So the twins so are there one is year a old. little Got bit it. of time in there. Got right? it. The twins are one at this point. Yeah. 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 Got it. Uh, Gina Carano <laughs> Cara Dune is a ex Republic shock trooper. Yeah. How and cool is like, that? Yeah. She's no longer, I guess, with the rebellion. She's just kind of doing her own thing now. Right. And then Carl Weathers is a, uh, I guess, bounty hunter slash smuggler guild leader. Yeah. He he. So and all the funny thing is, when he said the G word, the crowd collectively shat itself. <laughs> yeah. When he said guild, guild. because the bounty yeah. hunters guild was a big deal in the legends. 
So when he said the word guild, I'm not kidding. Every time the camera panned away from, or they cut to a camera looking at the audience, there's this giant group of Mandos holding their helmets their in helmets the air. They don't the applaud. Air. They don't, that's not, no, they all just like stick their helmets in the air and shake their helmets up and down. <laughs> that's how they display. And there's just tons of them out there. Yeah. And like, so, you know, like a lot of people in the crowd for this, they're not just Star Wars fans. A lot of people in these crowds are like serious Mando geeks. People who I would, in a past podcast life, refer to as Fet fappers, <laughs> but I'm kind of getting on board the Mando train at this point, so I kind of gotta, you know, I gotta say, all right, all right, I, you know, I, I used to call them fet fappers because I felt like there wasn't enough reason to be that excited. That's over. Mm. That's yeah. over. There's yeah. reason to be excited about Mandalorian now. Yeah, I will is. shut up. There's always time to be excited about Mando. I was like the old school Mando stuff too, but uh, but yeah. Um and, and and they're just losing their minds. So yeah, they mentioned that there is a guild again. Mm, mm, so mm, good, mm, yeah, so I, delicious. Mm, I don't know. Maybe it's been mentioned uh, in a Clone Wars episode, but I don't even care at this point. Welcome back. Yeah. We're gonna do it. Your dreams yeah. Better again. Welcome back. release. We haven't been using that button very much lately, but now just suddenly it's lighting up. Lighten Lighten up, up. Left well, and right. Thank you, Favs and J Favs. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean the sizzle reel again. It's just like a. It's most of it's just a scene. You need yeah. to. Yeah. But what about Chicken Man? Chicken Man. Oh my goodness, Giancarlo <gasps> oh, Esposito. Yeah, Giancarlo scares it. the crap out of me in that. Oh, he always. Yeah, he can just stand there. <laughs> when doesn't he? He is a terrifying individual. <laughs> yeah. Even, oh, in, even in real guy. life, he has like an intensity to him that's just kind of freaky. I'm but sure yeah. he's like really cool in real life. Like he's super nice. Does he ever play like a good guy ever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yes, and I can't remember in what, but it was before I saw him in Breaking Bad. Oh. What was he in Heroes? The was Electric he in Heroes? Company? Wasn't he in Heroes? He was? One of those shows around that time. Anyway, uh. so there's two videos you need to look for online. You need to watch. Uh, there's the sizzle reel that's got a very thing, but there's a scene. Uh, there's actually a scene where uh, mm-hmm. where Mando sits down and talks to grief, and he's trying to get a contract. And these are usually they're different videos when you look online. And uh, oh yeah, oh man, the 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 just the conversation about like. You know, that'll barely pay for the fuel. You know what I mean? And then like, oh, well, I got something. I was like, it's all just like, yeah, they're bounty hunters, but there's not anything. There's not anything glamorous about this. You know what I mean? It's like, it's still, still like you're, you're still considered bottom rung. Even if people think you're good, you guys still got to (laughs) negotiate. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. That whole scene where he just like goes into the, I guess this is all spoilers. If you haven't, if you care about spoilers, so he goes in that uh, he meets Werner Herzog. <laughs> yes, which is amazing. Yeah, and then there's like four stormtroopers there, and he pulls his blasters, and of course you get the <laughs> the kind like- cliche line at this at this point, I guess. <laughs> yep, it's like it's four against one, and the Mandalorian's like, I like those odds. Yep, but like, it's done oh, so well. The timing's yeah. great. And- <laughs> no, I don't even care. Yeah, it's actually really funny. It's really yeah. funny the yeah. way he says it. <laughs> Yeah, they're all got their guns, like all these like shabby stormtroopers that you can tell have been operating on the fringes. Yeah, yeah, and they're oh. basically, I think they're like mercenaries now, kind of. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm almost a part of me. Part of me is thinking that I wonder if Warner Herzog is playing like a low level like Warlord Zinge type character or something yeah. like that. 
And I love that. I, I love that we're bringing back that, you know, how do factions of the empire work now? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lick the chicken grease off my fingers. It tastes good. Yeah. yeah. I think Giancarlo Esposito's character is like a, a more like a warlord, maybe because he his in the in the end of this. They just show clips from the shows. That, yeah. and, and he's standing there. He's like, it says something about the empire bringing order. And he's surrounded by death troopers, mm-hmm. which is yeah. interesting. And they show him at one point flying a TIE fighter, which is cool. So here, if you thought from all the hype beforehand that this show was just going to be, oh, it's out on the unknown regions and it's all going to be unrelated. Oh, hell no. No. This is uh-huh. right up in Star Wars hot, wet beehole, and it's going to be <laughs> delicious. Yeah. <laughs> that was the wrong word, I think, but I'm no, going to go ahead and stick with it. That's delicious. Well, and I also love the where they're doing quick shots and they're showing all the other uh, bounty hunters. Yes. Yeah. And then that so shot of like a shoulder IG. IG 11. Oh, it's 11. Huh? Yes, that's 11. what I wanted to, when you mentioned Oh, that. thank you. It's not IG 88. Is IG 11, but the shot of him spinning around in oh, place and that, shooting. That freaked me out. I was like, oh, <laughs> they made this freaky tall robot coffee maker look as scary as he ought to be. Like, yeah, I haven't been that scared of an assassin droid since I was fighting IG 88 <laughs> on Rax's Prime and Shadows of the Empire, and he was making creepy noises and shooting shit at me. <laughs> like, like, like he's just that quick shot, he's spinning around. You're like, oh, oh, oh Lord, that's a that's oh. a death machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. people just went nuts. And apparently, IG-11 an is, is also voiced by Taika Waititi. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which would be great to see him just wiping the floor over and go, hey, that's done. <laughs> like, that's going to be great, you know. Go, New Doug. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good job, New Doug. Take that, ghost. <laughs> piss off, ghost. <laughs> I, oh, I I plan to heart at, this show so hard, and we have a, 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 a smattering of different but legitimate directors for each for these episodes. First I'm, one is Filoni. Filoni, mm-hmm. Filoni, and we got the Bryce Dower, Dallas Howard Bot Nine Thousand has done a couple. Yeah. Uh, oh man, Taika, yeah, has done a couple. Oh, who's the other dude? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I'm not gonna worry about it now. You can look it up. You can look it up. But the best uh, part of that, that, yes, the best part about that, um, I guess, behind the scenes was that uh, Dave Filoni was just wearing a shirt that just said "Wolves." Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, <laughs> he knows it. He knows yep. it." He also, <laughs> yeah, on, a, on another panel, he was wearing a shirt that was like the Mythosaur skull, but it, instead it was a wolf skull. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Uh, Taika, uh, is that how you say him? Yeah, I yeah, I'm thinking. They, yeah, yeah, yeah Taika is directing one of the episodes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you said that. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, it's gonna uh, Rick Famuya. That's him. They had uh, quite a oh, bit of him in this is real talking. I, I'm more okay. Yeah, wow. Rebels came out and I was like, all right, this could be good. I'm not big into Clone Wars. I'm not huge in Clone Wars, but this looks like it'd be good. And then it was a slow burn. Like, uh, and then it, then I loved it, right? And I'm like, like, all right, new Clone Wars scenes come out. Uh, okay, you know. And the last shit I happened, <sighs> and then Solo happened. I was good. Too bad nobody saw it. And episode nine is happening. All right, it's got a chance. Oh, and the Mandalorian's happening. This will be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> F off! <laughs> That's where I'm, I am. I am absolutely uh, like I've, irrationally. I haven't been this excited, excited. about something in st- the Star Wars. In the universe, Star Wars. In the Star Wars. Yeah. In, 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 in a while. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. 
I mean, and we talk, we get together and talk about this every week. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, there's been shows that I'm like, oh man, like, like, uh, uh Maisel. You know, oh, like, the Marvelous yeah, yeah. Ms. Maisel. Yeah, it's just like one of the greatest television sudden, shows ever written. You're just like, this is, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. And, and, and I haven't been like that with Star Wars and, in quite no, some time. you're right. You're right. Like every day that I didn't watch an episode of Miss Maisel when it was available, I was I was mad at myself. Like we need, honey, honey, we need to make time. Yeah, we need to make time to what? We need to watch more Miss Maisel. We're watching more than one episode. <laughs> you're not going to do the one episode crap on me tonight and then fall asleep. No, we're watching at least two episodes. I will I will hurt you. I will <laughs> create a domestic disturbance. Week. Like like that's how I was. Like I I couldn't watch one at a time. I had to watch at least two. Yeah. It had to feel like more because it was so good. And I'm feeling like like the Mandalorian's going to be like the new Game of Thrones for me. For me. Ooh. I don't know it's going to be that way for everybody, but for me, I, I'm Game of Thrones going to be over with Mandalorian's next yeah. in that vein for me. Mm, oh, fun. I'm not that I'm like equating the two. As a Star Wars nerd, I'm more excited about Mandalorian than I am at Game of Thrones by far. But when it comes to how how I get carried along by Game of Thrones week to week is how I plan to be with Mandalorian, which brings us to another point. Yeah. We are not getting all the episodes at once. What? Your way of watching Mandalorian will be Disney Plus, and it will be available at the launch of Disney Plus. But November. Only the first episode. Aww. And I don't know if we've been told for sure that it's going to be week to week or if they're going to release, just release them in clumps. I don't think we know. I do believe that they got to give us some kind of schedule because I think people kind of freak out if they don't know when the next one's coming. But yeah. yeah. November 12th is when Disney Plus officially launches. And they announced the price tag at $6.99 a month. $6.99. We've talked a lot about Disney Plus and predicting the prices. And what what we've said is we've all said that we believe it'll be $9.99 to $14.99. That's, I think, where I I am below. I said said $6.99 the whole time. You You are a liar. My jaw. (laughs) I said $5 would be the price that I absolutely cannot deny. That's that's chump change. I said, I said the sweetest spot for me would be between five and ten. And I think I actually said seven fifty would like at one point I was like, that would be like perfect. Five dollars. Well, I'd be dumb not well, to. Well, if you do the yearly subscription, it's only five dollars and eighty three cents. And that's the thing. Like so, they hit the price perfectly. And then if you go you with the annual. It's even cheaper, and I'm just like, now, they've said, we're probably going to raise the price over time. And they've said, we're putting everything in here, but it's not all going to be there at once. It's going to come out little by little. You know what I mean? Or not little, but like in clumps. Like, you know, they're going to have all the Pixar stuff. They're going to have all the Disney anime movies, all the stuff, but they're not going to have it all all right away. Yeah, all the Star Wars. All the Star Wars right away. I think that's, yeah, I think all the Star Wars Well, and I think it's smart because they got to ramp up and they got to make sure they got capacity and all that other stuff. Right. I think Star Wars Marvel are all available right away. And actually, maybe Pixar is all available right away. Yeah, there's a, not, uh, yeah, I think all of it. And then they will even have some of the old, like, Animation, classic animation. Yeah, movie. not yeah. all of them, but, but not all of the animated movies are going to be available right up front. But some of them are. I, it, it, it's the right price for how they're rolling out content. I don't expect it to stay under ten bucks for more than two or three years. Well, yeah, and they have pretty aggressive no plan of you know of how many users they're expecting to get. Yeah, within the yeah. first four years. And they well, were talking about they don't want uh, to do getting discounts. <laughs> they're talking about getting discounts if you bundle it with Hulu Plus, which I guess they're going to roll out. Yeah, I'm not doing that though. Oh, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, Disney Plus will be ad free. 
Right. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. They have. They have three. If, if if you're a Hulu Plus subscriber or an ESPN Plus, Plus, yeah, and Disney Plus, if you have two or three of those, they're probably gonna be some kind of bundle pricing. And I no, I won't be. I'll be one. I they, don't. And they were they were showing the UI a little bit, and it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything the the categories it's are like Disney, Marvel, pretty, Star Wars. To me, it looks pretty National standard Geographic. for that kind yeah. of delivery. Well, but, I, I want to say does. pretty standard, but I can think of a few services that seem pretty <laughs> awful, yeah. like. Yeah. HBO now, HBO Go is not great. It's Netflix considerably better now. They've updated it. You're right. It is. It is. And I've used it a couple times the last couple weeks, but it's still, it's hard to browse content. Oh, I guess I don't do that. Yeah. I don't search. <laughs> I go to one thing and yeah, watch it. <laughs> not me. I go, I'm like, I want to find something to watch. I have an idea of kind of what I want to watch. Unless it's literally like, it's not good. It's not it's not good for that type. And I'm the same way with Netflix. I'm, I'm opening up Netflix. I want to find something to watch. I'm screwed. If I'm <laughs> yeah. screwed. If it's not in the first two rows, I'm, a, it, I'm just going to, why screwed. does Netflix insist on starting everything? I'm, Stopped on. Everybody said. Everybody said to stop it. it. Everyone has ri- told them to stop. Most They've, ridiculous thing. There, I refuse to believe a single person has said, "Hey, Netflix, that's nice. I really <laughs> like you to blare BS at me while I'm trying to find yeah. something." And to if watch. I stay on there long enough, on some of them, it they just start. go into the show. They just start playing. <laughs> they actually it's start. Like, oh, I guess you wanted to watch this. Here I think go. that's how they're going. They're getting more money. They're. Yeah, they get counted as a view. Yeah. <laughs> counts as a play. It counts. I love that theory. <laughs> I want the web to run with it, yeah. and I want someone to do some research. But yeah, Netflix. Um, I hate how not Netflix curates well, for me. And and this Disney Plus it. is coming right on the heels of Netflix raising their prices, right? Up, almost thirteen yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I I don't know. I mean, how many simultaneous streams do I get for for seven, now, eight bucks a month? The thing is, I know Disney knows they're going to lose money on this. They already know they're going to lose money on this. I don't Netflix know. Netflix has over 150 don't... million subscribers at 13 bucks. Yeah, but Netflix has to pay for a giant swath of their content. Well, yeah, and that's because I was watching the actual uh, economic report, whatever, with Bob Iger and some yeah. whatever duty interviewing him. Uh, yeah, and a. It was obvious that Bob Iger knows that initially they're going to be losing money, but they also know that they have all this content that they don't have to pay anything for. See, I, there, yeah. There's a good and, chance. Well, and he said specifically that they're doing this uh, because they know if they can get closer to the user and give them a better experience with their content, they're going to pay for other things and, and give, you know, it's, it's good for Disney. Right. It, it, I mean, the more people watch Disney stuff means the more merchandise. Exactly. For Disney stuff goes. Yeah. But th- there's more to it than that. I think, I think no, that's all Bob Iger said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think what Bob Iger didn't say, or I, it's a theory. I don't necessarily believe it, but it's a, th- it, 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 I, I propose this, that the reason why they're trying to justify the aggressive pricing is because it's cheaper than everything else. But yet, even though Disney owns a ton, they're still just one organization. And they are not going to have a lot of original content at the start. Some, they'll have some tacky made-for-TV holiday movies. Yeah. But Ron Funch is in one of them, and that's fine. That's good. (laughs) They'll they'll have Marvel shows. Right. Like, yeah. So they're not going to have a ton of original content up front. And I... I think they're going, you know what, for what we have to offer now, even though a lot of what we have is the highest tier of quality, 
we need to not get too big for our britches because if we come out of the gates looking arrogant, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Because as much as people love Disney, people also keep a watchful eye on the big kid. You know, and I think they're, they know that we can we can undercut everybody on price. We can afford it and yeah. we own the content. So there's no reason to pretend that everyone should owe us the same amount of money they're giving everybody else. Let's undercut it. And if anybody, if any investors or anything like that go, that pricing's too aggressive. When they see the volume of subscriptions, they won't yeah, be complaining. Um, they're at expecting all. sixty million by twenty twenty four. Yep. No, oh, that'd um, be easy. And they're also not expecting worldwide? ESPN Plus to make money until twenty twenty four. So mm. worldwide, uh, six, mi- wor- six million. Worldwide. Yeah, hey, you got to pay oh, off man. the initial investment. It took Netflix a yeah. long time yep. to turn a profit, and even then, well, people are all... saying that Netflix struggles a little bit because their content's so expensive. Well, yeah. Well, and. and uh, uh, the thing is, Disney's going to be able to share the, the backbone of this whole platform yep. with all the base mm-hmm. of their their deliveries. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, they, they've got and 30, 30 seasons of The Simpsons, 30 yes. seasons of The Simpsons, yes. day one. <laughs> A lot of people were cracking jokes about that, like, oh, good, we finally can watch The Simpsons, blah, blah. And I was just like. Mother effer, you're going to watch The Simpsons. Don't lie. Yeah, when you've got 30 that. seasons, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go back to season four when it was good. And you're going to watch season four. And you're like, it was good. But this animation is kind of crappy. And you're just on a whim. You're going to skip forward to when they went to HD. And you're going to be like, this is better than I remember it. <laughs> because it is. I'm going to watch this, all the tree houses of horror in order. In order, in a row. Net, people are too harsh on The Simpsons. Uh, it's been around thirty freaking seasons, guys. Come yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get over yourself. Just because you're not TiVoing it, or just because you're not watching it when it comes out, let's not lie to ourselves that if you didn't have all the Simpsons right there to watch, that you wouldn't be casually watching the Simpsons frequently. I'd probably Petri the Simpsons. Oh, you would watch so many Simpsons <laughs> that you go into a Simpsons-induced coma and sleep while also watching the Simpsons? Yes. That's... How did I get up through all 30 seasons exactly. in one night? I, I've heard him say so many times, I don't know what episode of Bob's Burgers I'm on because it kept playing after I fell asleep. <laughs> Dude watches so much. Bob's Burgers He's a Bob's Burgers fanatic. Man. But either way, uh, Disney Plus, uh, coming out of the gates strong. I give it two thumbs up for good deal. That's right. Wait, no, I can't do that. That's copyrighted. I give it. You give it two wieners. Up. Yeah, had a feeling. Had a feeling. It's the Disney way. It's like uh, number yeah, it's, it's number the Mickey, yeah, number four on the Mickey's commandments. Yeah, you gotta have the four. wiener. Gotta give him yeah, a wiener. Yeah, that's what they do on Disney. Yeah. Give you the wiener. And the Mickey. The and Mickey. I gave it two. Give it two. So. I'm that, twice you as have good as Disney. You're like a double imagineer. Yeah, you don't? Is what you are. Well, I've got like 20, but I don't like to give no. them away. All right, we got a couple mm. more points I think we still need to bang out. Ooh. All hot. right. Clone he Wars. is giving two wieners. Clone Wars season, final season, is a Looks coming. good. Was it August or something? I don't know. It might be when it releases. Yeah, it might be Disney when Plus. Disney Plus right? comes out. So, yeah. so okay. So good you know back, how, baby. Do you know how I said that I didn't hear anybody talking about the resistance? Yeah. For everything that was going on in Celebration, Ep9, everything, I heard a lot of people talking about the final season of Clone Wars. Oh, I'm excited. A lot of people casually chatting Clone Wars, which there is a again, lot of I know that amongst amongst Star Wars diehards, I'm a little bit of a weirdo in the fact that I don't love Clone Wars. 
It's okay. Don't love it. You man, it. was it the talk of the town on Saturday. Oh, man. It's because they dropped that trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. It's going to be good. All right. Soka's back. There's a lot of uh, little nuggets in there. Soka's like, uh, back. Soka's back. Anakin's um, hair's a little longer. Yeah. Anakin's Darth Maul's back. a little longer. Guys like Darth Maul? Mm-hmm. He's back. Got to fight Ahsoka, apparently. You know, it's funny how much my kids getting into Darth Maul. We were watching uh, the uh, the uh, the Darth Maul. Is that her third favorite? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. He is colorful. Um, we were watching the Clone Wars episodes with uh, Darth Maul and uh, and Savage fighting together. And oh, he had good ones. this is post spider legs, but pre normal looking robot legs. Is when he had like the claw robot legs. And my kid goes, "What happened to his legs?" And I go, he has robot legs. She goes, yeah, but not like that. And I'm like, good child. Good. <laughs> good. You are learning. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. So uh, what, what, I mean, what, what was in the trailer? What, what other than the, you know, the what, bits and stuff like what's the, what's the big hook going in? What are, what's the expectation of this to like take us right up until the minute before Ian McDermott's in it? I mean, we've <laughs> we've literally already seen the minute before the Clone War, you know, uh, the Attack of the Clones starts. That was in the Jendi Tartakovsky cartoon, right? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that yeah, that took you right up to the second. Yeah, we see why Grievous is coughing when he comes on screen, and it's because Obi Wan done squeezed his armor on him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, go ahead. yeah. I'm not sure where this is gonna end up. Yeah, but, where are we? Where is this ride going? Yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, there was there was a lot of cool scenes in the trailer. Like um, Ahsoka goes to like the Coruscant underworld, yeah, which was do. cool. Yeah, yeah. So and they're bringing back the Bad Batch from one of the uh, one of the episodes that every a lot of people are a fan of, and they kind of just like didn't address them anymore. So they're you know I know they're going to tie up a lot of loose ends that people are kind of upset about. Yeah. Uh, from the original run. Yep. So. Yeah, it was cool. I was kind of. Uh, it was kind of cool seeing a couple of the troopers that we actually saw. So he gets new lightsabers. Hmm. Yeah. Also true. That's cool. That was fun. It's funny because as they're dipping down into as Ahsoka's going down into the underworld, and they're explaining that I'm literally going. You know, thirteen thirteen says hello from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> like it's almost like the exact same shots from the thirteen thirteen trailer. It really is. It yeah. like seriously the same shots. Uh, at the beginning, except rendered in, you know, in Filoni vision <laughs> <laughs> Filoni rather vision. than rather than EA vision. But it was like I was like, this is going to give people that thing that they thought they were going to get elsewhere and didn't get. And I'm like, is is Filoni only doing this season to get revenge on EA? <laughs> like, is this an anger <laughs> thing? Like, I wanted to play that game. In my wolf t-shirt and you took it away. So I'm just going to make that story myself. I'm going to use Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka. Looks good. Yeah. It looks real good. And I'm glad they they decided to do it. Tie up to all that stuff they left hanging out. Yep. I, I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm watching, I'm watching more Clone Wars. The last couple seasons, I'm smart enough to know not to go all the way back. But, uh... I will say Saw Gerrera's sister had the most prominent chest of any woman in all of Star Wars animation. <laughs> Makes sense. I, w- yeah. I was I was weirded out watching that cartoon. I was, it was weird because there, someone put a lot of work into the shading on her boobs. And 
normally we don't upplay that in Star Wars animation. It was really prominent. So I was like, okay, that's weird, but okay. But because I'd never saw those episodes before. In fact, oh, yeah. I, my wife was sitting there, I leaned over and I went, that's Forrest Whitaker. And she goes, that doesn't sound yep. like Forrest Whitaker. I'm like, it's not yet. He has different colored eyes yeah. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. That's actually my wife's quote of celebration. If I were like, dude, what's my favorite thing my wife said during celebration is when we were in line for Katie Sackhoff photo op. She looks over and she goes, oh, Forrest Whitaker's here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, that's that exciting. Well, he's like a big star. And I'm like, you really don't know anything about Star Wars, do you? <laughs> They're all big stars. I'm like, yeah, the dude, Academy Awards. This is I called get it, Star like, Wars. Yeah, this is literally. This is like where they come to war. Yeah, I mean, like maybe yeah. four, four people around here in this little area aren't big stars. They're just sort of stars. But everybody has pretty substantial bodies of work here. <laughs> So, pretty substantial. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pretty substantial. But anyway, yeah, the boobs. Um, so I'm walking, I'm watching through uh, these Clone Wars, and what I figured out is I now remember why I didn't, why I, I, I don't want to say I didn't like the series, but I, I didn't want to watch it. Like, I've always been interested in it, but I've never enjoyed watching it. Why? It's a pacing problem. You know, it's funny because they do yeah. the, the you know, on Mustafar, like the little newsreel intros at the beginning. And in my mind, it's always been this way. They can lay down real fast groundwork so they can tell a complete story in 23, you know, 21 and a half, 23 minutes. No, the pacing in that show was terrible at the beginning. And here I am, what, season five or whatever, season four or five. And it's only a little bit better. The time, oh, the, the last three or four episodes of season five are amazing. The time that they waste in this show, just from an editing perspective, the a number of times that someone will like, they'll literally you'll see three people walking next to each other, and the animation's not it's awkward, like their walking is awkward, and the it just lingers on them walking and not doing anything. And then you'll see it from a larger shot and they're still just walking and then it comes back in tighter and they walk and then one of them will walk on front and turn and stop. They don't just stop or say anything while they walk. One will turn and stop and face the others and go, how are you feeling? With their arm out, of course, you got to do the awkward, over-intensified arm wave that the Clone Wars always did and the Rebels did really bad the first half. Like, the arms are just flinging around constantly. And then, the like, then it'll show two of them and they don't respond. They look at each other like, are you going to respond? I don't know. You respond, and then they, they shrug, and then the other one shrugs and they look back. We're fine, and they turn around and keep walking. Like nothing happens while something else is happening. Happening. There is so much silence in the show where there's like no dialogue or no like there or anything. There's just so much wasted time for a show that seemed to be in such a hurry. That that and and and, and uh, oh man, I, I feel like I, I could make a montage that would be comic comical montage. if I put like a bunch of clips together to show how much time they time waste wasted. in this show. So, but I'm looking past it now. Now that I think I've diagnosed that, now I'm enjoying the characters and the story more. I never Good. fully diagnosed it, so it's like all right, I've lasered in on Better. what bothers me. So now I can enjoy the rest of it. And I guess so that series with with the Guerreras, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, the, on Onderon. Yeah, on Onderon. Uh uh there with the, the false king and, and and stuff. Uh so yeah. I'm 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 I've already watched like the, the final final season, the one that the unfinished season on Netflix, and several episodes from the previous actual final season. I know it gets all confused. There's like a hundred final seasons. Um they're all final. They're all final. 
Uh, but now I'm going to go back through them and I think I'm going to have a, a greater appreciation for them. Nice. So, um, I'm, I'm on a good arc with Clone Wars. I'm doing good. Good. Yep. Good. I'm glad to hear that. We got one more so, news item, guys. Speaking of one good arcs. More. One more news item. You know, there was talk about the Cassian Andor series at, yeah. uh, at a celebration, but honestly, I feel like the most I learned about that series came out of Kathleen Kennedy herself during the, the earnings call. <laughs> yeah. I felt like that was more time spent talking about the Cassian series than just about anywhere else. Well, there wasn't a panel or anything attached to that, was there? No, that's no, it's still really Disney early. Plus, yeah, so. yeah. But on that earnings call, Kathleen dropped the bomb that we all agreed we needed to hear. Yep. Oh yeah. She listened to the podcast. She does. I tell you, I'm telling you, KK loves our podcast. She's What's like, up, KK? KK loves our podcast because she knows we don't despise her, but we're not afraid to give constructive How you criticism. Doing? That's right. How you doing, KK? And, and also, doing? no one's ever called her KK before, and she just finds that endearing about us. Yes. Ever in ever. her life, I'm sure. Nope. Even, though, even though it's on writ- written blog. Would you just no, up about it stuff? wasn't. That's Not ours. before we said it. We've done it, it first. Is ours. Either way, she dropped we the, the she dropped the hurtin' bomb of love to say that Alan Tudyk yeah. will be reprising his role I as Kate. So excited! That makes me that too. I love Kate too. Times more appealing. He's also yes. Danger Boat in the Tick TV show. Dude, what isn't Alan Tudyk? <laughs> Dude is everything. It's everything. You know what I mean? At all times. Yeah, I've, uh, a friend a friend of ours from from uh, from college, Mark your card. Uh, was that celebration? I never ran into her. I was hoping to, but I mean, I didn't organize anything with anybody because I'm dragging the family everywhere, right? Um, she got her picture yep. with Alan Tudyk, and that's what she put as like her profile image on Facebook. And I'm Lucky. like, mm, that's pretty good. Yeah, like that was too. one of the ones that I said would be top of my list. Yeah, He's, yeah. He seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, we did the Katie Sack off because I know my wife loves her. So she's well, a pretty cool dude. Star is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, freaking Longmire. Just say, what are you, yeah. what are you doing in here? And she said, assaulting a superior asshole. Oh, say, oh, oh, she did. You know, like, you, you've been thinking about that. She I had enough time that. to say the words, oh, thank you. That's literally it. <laughs> we oh. were, we were gunned through there at light speed. Uh, but yeah, they were running behind. It was just like the Timothy Zahn thing. Same thing. They got to running behind and then they had just zap people through. But she was she was very nice. I mean, for having to go through that with like how many hundred people, yeah, she still kept a great face on. You know, she, she looked uh-huh. happy to see people. So I'm good making on her. my money. Good honor. Also hey, easy on the eyes. Yeah. Also, how I was wondering. It, boom! I was like, how tall is she going to be? Because I have no gauge. No, like, because Hollywood messes with you, yeah. right? Yeah. She's taller than the average woman, but not. Oh, she's tall. Like she's like, like five eight. Yeah, five eight, five nine tops. Five nine tops. Like mm. I was not like intimidated in shortness of how tall she is in any way. She's she, five six. She's five. So she, I think she must oh, add wow. heels on. She must add heels on because yeah, she was not that much taller than me. I've got a picture I can show you for reference. All right. Yeah. Are you the banana? <laughs> I am the banana in this photo because clearly I'm the average human. <laughs> <laughs> No, my daughter's the banana. We're all giants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, Alan Tudyk is K2SO. Woo! 
2K2. Again. Out. So 2K. now we can all be excited yeah. about the Cassian series. But I'm and sorry. I'm not, it's not that we don't like Cassian Andor. It's that he's a murderous asshole. So we need to have He's a an assassin. I, exactly. He's a spy and assassin. He's an assassin who's not wearing Mandalorian armor. Therefore, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not all right if I could see his face. Yeah. IG Andor. Mm. I like it. I could deal with that. Mm-hmm. God, we need to role play soon. It hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. It hurts. We got I'm going to come up with. Up. I'm going to try to come up with really dumb names. Really dumb names. Damn yeah. Poderon. Yeah. Epo. <laughs> Just look around Hemi, the room and Hemingway spell things. Twain. That's my name. Yeah. Derp, derp. <laughs> spell things backwards. My name is Rats Sraw. Ooh. That's how you do it. You just find words on the wall and spell them backwards. Rats mm. Swaw Sraw is my name, which is Star Wars. My name is Race Car. Oh, crap. (laughs) My name is Chet Orp. I'm looking around the room, and it's literally all I see is just the words Star Wars everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I am Zep Namasaps, (laughs) which is Pez Spaceman backward. (laughs) Sort of. Zep's not a bad name. You got Zeb? How do you... Okay, I'm Elf Lashical... I, I can't even do casual. But. <laughs> <laughs> La, uh, uh, clearly, that's Luwazik. Luwazik, there you go. Yeah. Luwazik Ilf. That's not bad. I'm telling you, actually, that's a really one. good name. A legit way to come up with Star Wars role playing names is to look around the room and just pronounce words backwards. It is. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but it'll inspire I'm you. Vog WWW. <laughs> Elbamoff Sag. Flammable mm. gas. Sag Elbamoff. There you go. Sag Elbamoff is a uh, is actually a uh, 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 diplomat from uh, the planet. Uh, I'm gonna say Earth. Oh, yeah, from Earth. <laughs> diplomat <laughs> from Earth. Sag Elbamoff. My name is Potts. Potts. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> dude. Dude, you're like uh, you're. Was what is Potts? What race is Potts? Is my question. Oh, geez. Um, uh, is he? I think Gamorian. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a Gamorian name. That's a good Gamorian good name. Good old good old Potsy. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it, good piggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's not good for my coughing. Uh, stun ape, stun ape, stun ape. That's not good. Rupus, no. Rupus, uh, no, Rupus. That sounds too oh. much like rapist. Rupus, that does. Uh, El, El, Elgar, Rupus Elgar. That's a good Star Wars yeah, name. Yep. That was, uh, uh, well, I took super and large because I have super extra large peanuts right here. Uh, oh. So super enlarged, backwards, a little bit of adjustment. Rupus Elgar. Renewer nuts. Nuts. Mine? <laughs> yep. Or, yeah, stun runner. Debtless Detsor. What do you think of Debtless Detsor? A little, a little goofy. It's like maybe like a, like a Rodian or something like that. Like, yeah. uh, but that's, uh, that's uh, roasted salted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I'm telling you. Let me uh, yeah, tweet us or get on the Discord and share us your uh, your best backward word Star Wars names. Backward word Star Wars names. I'm not kidding. I when I'm NPCing stuff, almost every character I drop at you guys, I literally pulled out of my butt by looking around the room. Even if I plan the character out, just look around. Uh, this one is and just, lamp. You know, this one is Zoralk because I'm there's Clorox wipes right there. 
Oh, that's a good droid name. What's that? What sixty three PA two? There you go. Are you reading off my old license plate? IG. Yep. GS eight sixty. Yep. Just saying. Yeah, that's a good one. In the meantime, twin ion. Yep. That's the yeah. That's the good one. That's when I learned that when you pay up front for a personalized plate to be made, and then you receive the personalized plate, merely paying the excise every year does not, in Indiana, guarantee that you can keep using the plate. At a different time of year, you have to pay another fee every year for the personalized plate. Not when your excise is due to get the sticker. Freaking A. You have to do it at a different time of year. No one told me that when I paid money to get it. So that was my license plate for less than one year. Twin Ion. The old days, man. Like it. The old it's days. Back before it's I knew one. the truth about garbage. Before the dark side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Empire. In the meantime, the Empire has arrived, and these little kitties need to go to bed. So... Thank you for joining us. Please join the Discord where all the magic happens when you're not listening. You can find so much more of that magic. Uh, Look for our subreddit, which is virtually empty, so you'll very easily find the link to our Discord. Uh, I should check that, make sure that link is still good. But if not, just tweet us up at FlyCasual1138 for a link, and we'll PM you a link so that you can get in and then figure out a way to make one that, even though we say never let it expire, they still seem to expire in a weird way. So, uh, yeah, join us on Discord because we're having a lot of fun over there. And Do it. Well, wherever you get the podcast, Do it. wherever you get the podcast, give us a nice little review. If you're going to the website, betterkind.com is a name. You can listen to the show there. Our show notes are a little anemic lately, given the fact that Mike is suffering from Kuru, but uh, that's okay. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, we are going to be there. on Disney Plus when it, when it rolls out. That's right. All of us will Disney be on Plus it. And by on it, we mean subscribing yes. and watching. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Twitter at flycasual1138. Hey, folks, I'm Corey over there. Is Howie. Uh, yeah. Over there is Garrick. Uh, no. Mm. Ding. <laughs> Ooh. Nailed it. Drink. Yeah. We are Jelly. Jelly. So Jelly. Jelly. Daniel. King of Jelly. Over my crumpets. That's a good accent. I never, I never did find where to sign up for the Jake Lloyd photo op.